0: Okay. Shaka. <clears throat> Hallelujah. It's good to be here. Yeah, broadcasting, I love what I do. I love this. It is so wonderful to be in the cloud of the anointing oil. Mm hmm. There's a cloud in this place. Mm hmm. It's a thick, rich oil cloud of the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm, and it's got your name written on it I don't know if it has my name written on it it's got your name written on it, it does <laughs> Woo! Jesus I thank you for just touching everyone's souls with this anointing oil getting undone from your soul you can just shut down your soul realm of trying and your soul realm of striving and all you're trying to earn it and all you're trying to break for it and do all the stuff for it I have watched these sons and daughters of God, and they're sons and daughters I don't care if you're serving the goat or the calf you're the sons and daughters of God there's so few of us in the feast right now that it's just you got to love everyone right where they're at. And just see past all the problems in their lives and the mistakes they're making constantly. And, you know, people, people we listen to Joel's bar and then showing themselves in a bikini G-string, you know, bending over on Facebook. And it's like, isn't that person saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost? I was like, I, I don't see this sin anymore. I see the potential. You know. And the guys, you know, it's the same with the guys, it's usually like some business opportunity, you know, it's like, yeah, join my pyramid scheme. Here's how you can make a thousand dollars a month from home. <laughs> yeah, you know the Bible says that prosperity is something that the Holy Spirit will do in you automatically if you just give up your striving and trying and trying to figure it all out with your brain. If you can give up. The ability of the flesh, Jesus Christ told his disciples that he would get them a hundred times richer on money than they could do by their own businesses. You understand that these were fishermen, these were tax collectors. Some of them came from money, some of them came from very little money, but they all came from having some money. And they were scared about following Jesus. Am I just gonna be poor? You know, I mean that's you know, we try to hide it from God and it's like, Oh, we're too holy to talk about money No, you got a religious spirit, dude, and you're inwardly full of fear and you're pretending to be spiritual, but you're not spiritual. Jesus talked about money more than he talked about heaven, hell, faith, and love combined in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I've studied it out. It's true. Problem with you is is you need the anointing to set you free from a poverty mentality and a poverty spirit and some false humility and some false self-righteousness and, and get you into Jesus. And Jesus is the King of Glory. You know, you're not serving, you know, some poverty demon pretending to be Jesus. You're serving the King of Glory, the real Jesus. The one that walks on streets of gold, you know. You read the Bible, I mean, oh, here we go into that prosperity gospel. I was like, have you ever read Psalms 35 that God delights in the prosperity of his servant? Do you understand that most people don't serve the living God after the born again? A lot of them serve the fallen angels and the religious demons. And they got all this false humility in their flesh. And they're like, look how poor I am. I must be so holy. Look at all the good things I do for the poor and for the sick and needy and all my works look at my works 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 and it's like what what you think you get rewards in heaven for that you get rewards in heaven only if the anointing does it through you jesus said it's the father in me doing the works he's like i don't even know what's going on half the time i'm just trusting god it's true oh hallelujah Later on, you'll understand. At first, you won't because it's God doing it in you. Can you trust the anointing oil to prosper your soul a hundred times more than you can prosper yourself by your five physical senses called the tree of knowledge and the ability of the flesh? You know, that's what salvation is. Salvation is saying, yes. To the tree of life, which is the tree of the olive oil, of the anointing oil that grows in the Garden of Eden. You know, I mean, we talk about tree of life all the time, and we're into the tree of life, and now I'm really spiritual, i got some revelation. The tree of life is the tree of the anointing oil. The tree of fresh oil it grows in the garden of eden it grows in the place of intimacy with the father it's a literal place it's a supernatural place but it also is a physical place there's several men and women that are in that dimension physically and no longer on the earth you know enoch elijah moses jesus hallelujah probably the apostle john amen these are men and Women that never died, you know, in the Bible, right? You read the Bible. We don't believe the Bible because we don't have enough grace to believe. So we're saved by faith alone, but we need more grace. And we let the enemy steal all the grace off our souls so that we don't have grace to believe. And we're stuck in the natural dimension. And we want to call our efforts and our striving Christianity. But it's not Christianity. It's not. It's really not, you know. You could try as hard as you want for a million years. I didn't Christianity. Christianity is Christianity, not you anity. If you're into you anity, you're not into Christ anity. See, anity means the centrality of your life, you know? University, you know, the centrality. Christianity. What's the centrality of your heart? The centerpiece of your life? What's your God? What do you carry in you? What does your heart serve? What does your spirit serve? If it's Christianity, that's the centrality of your heart. That's your God. Which means I don't rely on myself anymore. I'm a carrier of the anointed one and his anointing. First Corinthians chapter 6, a temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen? First Corinthians chapter 6, the Apostle Paul calls it a temple. Your body is a temple of christ so so we're christians now and we're in christianity and the enemy has come around and tried to make it about us and our efforts which is the galatians 3 1 bewitchment (laughs) and people are so extremely bewitched that it's like layer upon layer of lies religious lies and I'm telling you, you can come to a place of such fruitfulness of the tree of life of the Garden of Eden that one encounter with the Son of God just BAM! Breaks it off of you right right now, right now, today, in one encounter. So that you don't have to waste another day just striving and trying. You know how many times I see these religious people crying? And it's like, do you understand what the oil of joy is? It's called salvation, and i I'm not against crying, you know, Jesus wept, you know, because of their unbelief, and you know, it's a one thing to have compassion, and I'll look at people sometimes, honestly, and start crying, because <laughs> they're so messed up, and I love them so much, and there's just no other way to melt their heart, and so the tears will just flow, and then they'll see, oh, he's real, and he's not fake, and he's not just on drugs, he's full of God, and He's really loving me, and there's the tears to prove it, because they're full of unbelief, and they don't believe God loves them, and God just melt their hearts, and tears help people believe in God, and whatever. Amen? Whatever it takes to reach you. That's what God the Father is doing today. And the only thing that God can do to reach you is love on you. But if you're stuck in yourself, you reject His love, which is the cup of the new covenant. And there's just a place where it's like I'm so broke down from trying and striving and my self-efforts and making it about me-anity instead of Christ-anity that I'm just insanity and I need to get undone from everything that I've done to myself and done to others and it's just time to have a drink. It's time to get drunk with love. It's time to be filled with new wine and break the old wineskin of religion. Amen? And what's the old wine? Self. It's me doing something. Do I need to do something? Here's all the schools of religion and all the books of religion and all the CDs and everything of religion and all the steps and formulas. And it's just like, when all of that just gets bottled up in you and you're still a mess and you've tried everything in the world and nothing works, at that point you are on the brink of entering the New Covenant. At that point, you are on the very cusp of entering the kingdom by His effort overcoming yours. And that's the point of salvation. It really is. That's the point of, point of entering the twelve gates of heavenly Jerusalem, Mount Zion. Entering the glory cloud. And then you come in and you fully rely on the Holy Spirit to do everything in your heart. And you'll walk with the Father in the coolness of the day. Does that mean I quit my job? Does that mean I quit my job? I need dues. tell me what to do, tell me what to do. I'm telling you to have a drink and get your mind whacked and chill out. What's the prophetic word, brother? You say you're a prophet? You have a prophetic word for me? Give me a fortune cookie. The prophetic word for you is chill out. You need to chill out, have a drink, and enjoy God. His presence will just burn up the enemy. It's true. When you can just chill out, believe God, let your cup overflow, everything you've tried to self-fulfill by your effort, your striving. You know, we're saying we're praying, we're praying, we're praying, but then we're nagging, and we're nagging, and we're nagging, and we're trying, and slaving, And it's like, are you going to let God answer your prayer, or are you going to answer your prayer? Are you your own God? You know, that's the problem with Satan and his angels, the IMs of Isaiah 14. You've become your own God apart from the Holy Spirit. Now, it's one thing to be gods in the Holy Spirit because he's the God of gods, but it's another thing to be a God apart from the Holy Spirit. That's what the fallen angels produce sorcerers, warlocks, and witches, and Freemasonry and daughters of the Eastern Star, that you're something apart from the Holy Ghost. You're a God. You're real special in the flesh. Oh my God, is anybody special in the flesh? You know, I mean, you're real special in the flesh. I mean, we're not trying to destroy your self-esteem. You're special because Jesus died on the cross for you, you know? You're not special because of anything you can do in your natural ability. You're special because you're a cup of the king's best wine reserved for this last generation. You're special because God the Father has a calling on your life to fill you with his power. In the gospel, it's called royal power. If you studied out in the Greek, when Jesus was talking to Pontius Pilate, he says, so you are a king. Pontius Pilate said to Jesus Christ, So you are a king. And Jesus said, My kingdom, which is kingly dignity, royal power, is not of this world, of a different dimension, a glory dimension. A third heaven, outside the universe, outside the capsule of time and space, which is the prison of the fall. And God planted His seed, His Son, into the earth to from within mankind explode with anointing oil in all the third heaven inside the capsule of time and space and fill the universe with the tree of life. And that's what he's doing through our hearts. That's the development of our faith and our anointing and our glory in Christ Jesus. <laughs> so our faith gets authored through experience and we can go into unbelief because that's how what Satan authors. Satan authors unbelief. Jesus authors faith. Right? Hebrews says he's the author and the perfecter of our faith. But A lot of people have unbelief. Unbelief is what locks you in the natural dimension and why so many people are full of sorrows and sadness because they don't believe the Holy Spirit is in them. They don't believe God's with them. They don't believe they're loved. They don't believe they're highly favored. They've watched me and they're like, Brandon gets it, but he's just manipulating people on YouTube, you know, and they're just a bunch of suckers. I never got a blessing out of it, and they just walk away all sad, you know, and it's like, Well, if you get your faith authored, guess what? You get every promise from Genesis to Revelation. You don't just get the new covenant promises. You get the old covenant promises. You get to eat from the inheritance of Jacob, Isaiah 58. You get to ride upon the high places. You get to ride upon the seven mountains of the flesh realm, of the natural dimension. You get to take the second heavens. Oh, that's what we're doing here. That's what Mount Zion and all the innumerable angels through our hearts and mind have been warring for in this generation, really since Azusa Street. That's what the Holy Ghost has been fighting for through the temples of his believing believers for the last 100 years since Azusa Street in Los Angeles, which I believe personally was the beginning of the second parousia or the second coming of Christ, which is an ever-increasing presence or an ever-increasing coming through us before He comes to us, you know? Just like in His first coming, there was increase of angelic activity, Gabriel, The wise men, the shepherds, they're all seeing angels, and it's like there have been 400 years of no angel activity, you know, just a dry place, you know, like a dark ages in our Christianity. They had that in the Old Covenant. Just no activity. Just That was the religious devil just shutting down the realm of faith and the realm of anointing and the realm of glory so that everyone's just a frickin' Pharisee and a Herod and a son of Satan by the time Jesus comes so that nobody would follow him. No one would believe in him. they kill all the babies in Herod's day and just shut down the glory dimension from taking the earth back from Satan. But he just victoriously triumphed over all of it anyway and just, it was awesome. And now, 2,000 years later, after the works of Christ, we're in a time of fully awakening to the Messiah in us and everything he's doing, that increase of angelic activity in the last hundred years. And we're talking about nearly 1,800 years of Christian history where there's like nobody talked about angels. Almost nobody spoke in tongues. No one even talked about the gifts of the Spirit. The charismatic movement in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and and the introduction of the prophetic and the prophetic movement and the glory stream and everything God's been doing in the world the last 100 years is profound. It's the second coming of Christ. It's the increase of the kingdom activity through people growing their faith up into the fullness of the tree of life to fill the universe with Jesus Christ before He physically returns. He's going to give everyone in the world an opportunity to fully encounter the kingdom of heaven before He physically returns. It's true. Acts 3.21 Behold, I remain in heaven until the restoration of all things. This is the restoration of all the natural things. Things, the Bible says. Things! let say it. Things! Oh, and they're like, we're so spiritual. It's not about things. Well, if you don't have the things, guess who does? I mean, the wicked do. You know? And we're always like, oh, it's not about money. And it's like, well, how did you eat today? You know? How did you do anything in the natural realm? Well, I know when Jesus comes, he's going to set me free from money. You'd be surprised. Jesus had a treasurer. You know? Jesus had a treasurer, and if you study it out, Jesus wore a seamless garment that's worth $100,000 in today's currency. We're talking about a king. He rode donkeys, he had men, he fed thousands of people, he multiplied the fish and the loaves. He dealt with every demon. He wasn't a greedy king. He was a perfect king. He's the king of Israel. He's the king of the Jews. He's the king of all nations. He's the king of kings and lord of lords. So people have no grid for that kind of richness and glory, that kind of wisdom, that kind of favor, that kind of royal power, because we're coming out of being so beat up by the religious realm that it's like, it's too good to be true. I can't believe that he's royalty. I can't believe that I'm royalty, that he's given me the royal power. What's the royal power? Royal power is the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ with your spirit. If you reject the royal power, which is the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of grace, no other form of salvation remains for you. So, the only tactics of the kingdom of hell is to get you to reject the royal power, to reject the Spirit of grace, to reject. The dimension of favor that saves you. Saved by grace, not by works so that no one can boast. Oh, I don't believe that. Well, you can't be saved if you don't believe that. Grace means divine favor and spiritual blessings. It's the realm of the king's dominion, kingdom of royalty that sets you free from the lies of the natural dimension of Satan and his angels and the warlocks which are the sorcerers of Babylon. More accurately, we don't need to scare you with the realm of the occult, but they're called sorcerers of Babylon. And that's what the Bible says. we'll just keep it biblical. (laughs) We don't need to go into necromancy and Jennies and John Brays and all the serpent activity of the checkerboard of Freemasonry. We don't need to get into conspiracy. Let's just keep it in the light, keep it in the Bible. (laughs) You know? Oh, it's in the Bible, so maybe we can go there. Hallelujah. Religion is your enemy. And religion is a false light. Religion is a bewitchment of the soul. Religion is the Jezebelic activity, the false prophet, right? And the false prophet was thrown into the lake of fire. And the red dragon was thrown into the lake of fire. We're off of you, off of me. That's what salvation in Christ is. That's not some kind of future event. Oh, and you got all this crazy insanity teaching on the book of Revelation that's just unfolding to you what you're being saved from. The beast, the flesh, the brain, the carnal mind. And and then the false prophet, the lying birds of the air, the lying religious spirits of the air. And then the red dragon, the false light of the false stars that fell from heaven. The imprisonment of the fall. And so the beast and the false prophet and the red dragon are loose from you into the lake of fire and that's being saved. That's I'm born again of the spirit and the water. And now I'm in the kingdom of heaven and I'm sealed in the gold box, 1,500 square miles of the kingdom of heaven. And I carry the kingdom of heaven within me, Luke 17, 21, and I manifest it through me and all around me, and it grows as my faith grows, and I consume all the flesh in the earth, kings and generals, rich and poor, horse and rider, and the flesh of all humanity with the kingdom of heaven fully developed in me, which is full spiritual stature. And the manifestation of the sons of God who finally wake up to the royal power and all the royal blessings and all the king's dominion and get over themselves and all the pride and all the strange fire and all the false humility and all the the poverty and get into the richness of the King of Glory and are set free from every curse that's ever been kindled by every religious word that's ever been spoken over you in every state in the Union and all the USA and all Washington, D.C., and every nation in the world, today and forevermore, by the kingdom of heaven. We love you guys. Be blessed. Partner with Red Letter Ministry. Sow a seed into this glory realm that you can reap a greater glory. Redlettermen.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.